0: Y'all, thank you for tuning in to Convos with Anita podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want to reach out to me, you can email me at convoscws at gmail.com. That's convos, C-O-N-V-O-S, C-W-S, at gmail.com. In today's episode, we'll be talking about Uh, young entrepreneurs, and I'm joined by Miss Brianna Ketching, CEO of Idealist by Brianna J. She'll be sharing her thoughts and experiences on the journey of being an entrepreneur under the age of 30. So hello and welcome, Brianna. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. So thank you for joining the podcast. Before we get started in the conversation, tell the listeners a little something about yourself.
1: Well, good morning, all I am Brianna, and I own the business this by Brianna J., and what I offer is beauty services in a relaxing, serene environment that tailors to eyelash extensions and eyebrows as
0: well, and much, much more to come. Well, one of the reasons I asked you uh, to be a guest is because I was just blown away by how much you've put into your business and how well your business is done. And I think, you know, when we say the word entrepreneur, we usually think of a of a more of a older person. Really. I don't think we really give credit where credit is due to young entrepreneurs. Would you say that's probably true?
1: Um, In a sense, yes, in a sense. But I think also we live in different times. So we live in a time where we see everything Mm -hmm. and it's like, you kind of can't bamboozle too much in a society where everything is under a microscope. So entrepreneurship, I feel as though has been shoved away from our generation simply Mm. because of how hard people say it is.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So I think our generation is more so like, okay, you all say entrepreneurship is so difficult and it's so hard. But you work these jobs and you hate them
0: so it's like
1: choose your heart you know in a sense like do you want to be somewhere like oh this is hard because i'm literally making myself miserable here or do i want to be hard and work for myself
0: now now that's interesting you say that because we we are maybe two generations apart you're a generation z and i'm a generation x and i think what you say is poignant because Um, in our time, it was all about working a job 30 years and retire. And yes, many people fell into their jobs. They weren't intentional about their careers. And so you may have ended up doing something that you really didn't like. And I like that phrase that you said, pick your heart, Uh, working a job that you don't like or stepping out there into entrepreneurship. And I think what we're seeing with young people is that um it may not be as hard as we think if you if you're intentional about it so let me go back to the beginning and ask you what inspired you to start a business at the young age you were because you're 27 and you've been in business how long
1: i've been in business about three
0: years so you really started your business at 24 24, 23, yeah. 23, 24. So, so let me go back a little further. When did you have the f- vision of your business? How old were you?
1: Um, I actually got the vision for my business from my best friend at the time. Mm-hmm. Because she was doing eyelash extensions. And she was like, you know, we could be real great, girl. We could go far. We could do all that. I'm like, yeah. Like, she pumping me up. She <laughs> making me believe I'm like, yeah, we can. And so I really... You know, more so, got it from her, mm-hmm. and then you know, life circumstances—you go on two different paths. So, um, but it really started with her for real, and then I just, I just kept going, and then I got fired. Okay, so I tell, tell us about that. Tell us. So about straight that. out of college, I got fired from my first job, and I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, I still got bills, right? I got fired; these bills didn't get fired, <laughs> cool. so I gotta go beg somebody. And I'm mm-hmm. like, honestly, entrepreneurship. I think came for me. I used to work as a bottle girl. I was a bottle girl before.
0: Okay, that's not easy. Can, can you tell, especially for those of us that's older that don't know? A cocktail the bottle, waitress, okay. in a sense, a bottle cocktail girl. waitress, okay.
1: aka bottle girl. Okay, I was a cocktail waitress in a club, so it classifies as bottle
0: girl. Okay, you know? gotcha, <laughs> okay, gotcha. Okay,
1: so I did that, um, and basically, with that, you really have to have a hustler's mentality. Okay. You have to because you're literally out there going to get money every day. So it's like once you're in a light like that and you're like, oh, wow, there is other sources of income out here. And no, they don't all have to be psychotically dangerous and all this, other. <laughs> you know, right. Because right. you those type of fields get a negative connotation as well. Right. But it's not as crazy. It does. It doesn't have to be as crazy as it's made out to be. Um. So with that. You really do have to have a hustler's mentality when you are in that type of environment. And if you excel in that type of environment, you're going to excel in entrepreneurship because it's like there is money out here.
0: So let me ask you this, because, you know, we talk about the grind and we talk about uh, being a hustler. And, you know, you can't put the you can't. uh, How does it go? You can't put the. you can't say, spell hustle without the STL, STL. right? <laughs> but, but, but honestly, do you do you feel like entrepreneurship is hustling? And the reason I ask that is because when people start businesses, often they don't necessarily have the professionalism or the level of professionalism that many people would expect. And no that's what blew me away about your place like it was just top tier and I was like whoa so do you really do you do you think that you have to be a hustler to be an entrepreneur or do you think those are two separate things
1: no you definitely have to be a hustler to be an entrepreneur okay you definitely because entrepreneurship is a big hustle it's a big gamble okay you risk and put everything on the line and you don't even know if it's gonna work out
0: okay okay i yeah. could agree with that
1: so so it's like you have to have a hustlers mentality because every day somebody go out and they hustle and they go get something they don't know if they're gonna actually get it
0: right they don't right.
1: so um yeah you definitely have to have a hustling mentality and then the thing is like you have to keep going hustlers keep going okay hustlers do not stop like it, it, it ain't no stop it ain't no let's sit down and let's take a uh-uh you gotta keep going
0: Okay, you really do. So, so you got the vision. You you put the you you're getting the concept for your business. So, what made you choose? You know, um, I think it's called esthetician. Esthetician. Am, yes. am I saying it right? Yes. So, um, you had this vision from your friend about lashes, but you chose this for your business. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: I chose it for my business because I've always had a interest in the skin. I. Went to college for forensic forensic chemistry. Yep, for mm-hmm. forensic chemistry. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> that 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 was like this is boring. Sounds this complicated. For me. I wouldn't say that. it sounds boring. Uh, Look, j- let just me just side so
0: note. What is forensic chemistry? Just like forensic chemistry.
1: That? Well, you know what? Let me not say it. it's not boring. It don't. Okay. It, the desk part work is boring. If you get stuck in the desk area, okay. that's okay. when it gets boring. <laughs> but now forensics is more so uh, crime analysis. Okay. Uh, Doing investigation Investigating the crime scenes Okay. But I was like you know Do I really want to work for the DEA or like the FBI Like I don't know it might be kind of cool one day Not really
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not really (laughs) But you have something to fall back on Exactly
1: but no Ended up not liking that Then I changed my major. I actually changed my major Three times in college It's hilarious I did I changed my major to uh, Pre-med Then I was like I don't want to be no doctor Like I don't Like mm-mm. Don't want to be a doctor And so I had a mentor And she was like Well Have you ever heard of path-? Or he was like Have you ever heard of pathology I'm like nah What's that and He was mm-hmm. like Oh it's the skin And you know You get to do um, Autopsies And all type of stuff It was really
0: cool okay. Pathology is really cool
1: Okay so got into that um recently just got my HTL, my histo technologist license because i I'm an entrepreneur, but I also still had a nine to five, okay, or a four to twelve for real
0: so so you're not a full-time entrepreneur mm-hmm. I
1: call myself a part-time entrepreneur
0: all the time, okay.
1: okay, a part-time entrepreneur, and people think that is not a thing, but it really is mm-hmm. if I like I don't think people fully can grasp how disciplined and how difficult it can be to juggle all of these things. Yes. Juggle. Yes. Everybody does not come from, oh, let me go ask such and such for a loan of X amount <laughs> and <laughs> he's going to give it to me. Right. Right. Some of us really have to budget and grind mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. hustle harder.
0: Right. That right. that
1: that's a whole nother ball game. That's a different level that most people can't handle.
0: And and I think that's really interesting because um Entrepreneurship doesn't have to be all or nothing. It can mm-hmm. be both and. Yes, it can. It can be a job and a business. And um, I just very interesting that you point that out because I think that you're right. The concept or the stereotype that we have is that. If you're not in business full time, that you're not an entrepreneur, but you absolutely are because you're doing all those things that you have to do to grow your business, to market your business, to make money, to cover your expenses. So you're you are a full bona fide entrepreneur.
1: You are. I think the other thing is you have to take those lessons. That you're learning on the way as well. Because when most people begin entrepreneurship, they do not have the maturity that they need to have to run a business. Okay. Running a business is not easy. Now, I
0: want to just let my listeners know. Running listener a business knows, and hustling is different. I want to remind the listeners, we're listening to a 27-year-old here talking about <laughs> no, maturity, which I think is a very valid point. And um, to, to, to piggyback on what you said... Um, there is a level of maturity that's required to get your business off of the ground to constantly innovate and um, uh, get better at what you do. And in that vein, speaking of maturity, um, you also have to have a vision of what you want to accomplish as a business owner. So long term, like what are your goals as a business owner?
1: Well, long term right now, my goal is to get a shop. I am getting a shop, properties, but okay. first the shop, and then from there we'll see. But I do plan on being a serial entrepreneur. Serial, serial. Okay, I need so multiple. Tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Um, I believe more so. It's like once you start and you see what you've done with one. Mm-hmm. I, I think of entrepreneurship as key, like having kids. Mm-hmm. You know, when you had your first kid, you were like, "Oh, I loved. Oh, yes, yes." Then it drives your nuts. No, I'm
0: you am you right. You're so right. You, so you you you
1: start with one. You you see how well you did with one. Mm-hmm. Then you like, let me. I, I think I could do this again, <laughs> and be like, let me see how well I do with two. Okay. And if I succeed with two, well, well, why not go for one more?
0: Okay. So. Do you, do, you, do you think all of your businesses will be uh, in the skin lash arena? No. What other businesses are you thinking about?
1: More so, I need properties. I'm mm-hmm. really into real estate, um, real estate, all types of stuff. Who knows?
0: Okay. Okay. Everything. So, now going back to the maturity piece and, and thinking about like how you put this whole business together. What were some of the, the obstacles that you faced in your in starting your business? Because I'm sure as a young person, um, you ran into a few things. So can you can you share with our listeners, like, what are some of those obstacles that you felt like you had to overcome?
1: I think the biggest obstacle in entrepreneurship is yourself. Because you're going to sit there and second guess yourself every day. Mm-hmm. You're going to sit there and psych yourself out every day. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to do it and be like, why am I like this? <laughs> Why was I doing this? I feel attacked. No. Don't no feel attacked. But, but it, it, it's, a, it's a psychological battle. It really is a psychological battle. Because it's like you see what people around you are doing. you like, it, it's so easy to just go do that. Mm-hmm. It is very hard to go against the grain. Right. It, you really are a salmon.
0: <laughs> swimming upstream. A string. salmon. Swimming upstream for real. You really are. Just keep swimming. Okay. Just keep
1: swimming. <laughs> and at some point you're going to be like, I'm tired of swimming. But Right.
0: Right. Yeah so that that's pretty poignant because um to be successful you don't you not only have to believe in yourself you have to believe in the vision so if you're having doubts about yourself you probably some point doubt the vision doubt the and vision. you cannot doubt the vision
1: you cannot <laughs> doubt the vision at all let people talk about you people talk about me so much they think i don't know it. i'd be like oh, okay i got um, something for
0: you do you do what, what do you think people criticize you about the most
1: I think I've always been criticized for being high key confidence. I'm very quiet. I'm very humble, but I'm highly confident, mm-hmm. and I'm very confident in myself. All right now, I think I don't think people understand how difficult it is to be confident in yourself. I I don't like confidence really is a job. Come on, to, what, to wake up and be like, I really look good, and the person next to you saying you look like crap. <laughs> okay, let me show you. Okay. We won't okay. be too much talking.
0: <laughs> well, and I and and that is such a a fundamental piece of starting that process, you know, believing in yourself, believing in your vision. I remember way back when when I was young and they used to uh um, teach you about elevator pitches and 30 second speeches and all of that's important and and how you had to really believe what you were saying because if if it didn't come off as genuine other people wouldn't accept right. wouldn't accept it so I think you make a um, a really a really valid point and and you say people criticize you and and you you had some obstacles to overcome so in your vision You know Everybody's doing lashes People doing lashes In their kitchen people Everybody love, should be Everybody's doing lashes how, 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 do you, how do you How do you How do you differentiate Your business From all the The options That people have
1: I show you You can do it all Okay I literally show I'm showing you You can do it all Okay If it, And the thing is You have to plan it out You have to step it out Cause it's You have to give yourself Something to look forward to if you stop giving yourself something to look forward to, life gon' suck. Mm-hmm. Life really is going to suck. Okay. You have to keep giving yourself something to look forward to. And I think that that's what it is with a business. It's like, okay, this is the step that I need to get here. And then I'm gonna take this step to get here. And then I'm gonna take this step to get here. Life really is a ladder. Mm-hmm. You can't just skip the steps.
0: You're gonna miss the lessons. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> can't skip the process. You can't. Oh my you goodness. You can't rush it either. Such, such wise words so like you're saying there's enough out here for everybody like we don't have to really uh, necessarily compete but we can we can be in that space with other people and be just and be very successful in our own right Mm -hmm. that's that's what's up absolutely so tell me um okay so you've been in business about three years or so um what does that growth look like like Kind of tell us about how you first started out, and like where you are now, what that growth looked like.
1: I started off in a shop. It was located on West Forsyth. It is the Spa Den STL. Definitely mm-hmm. go see her, go see Denisha, tell her everybody I sent her, <laughs> sent her your way. Yes, definitely go see her. But I started off in her shop and I would say it took, honestly, it took her believing in me. Wow. It really did, it took her believing in me and encouraging me. You mm-hmm. When you first start entrepreneurship, you do not get encouraged, you get discouraged. The tell- first thing someone's going to do is tell you, you can't do that. Mm. The first thing someone's going to tell you, ask you is why. The second thing somebody gonna ask you, they just gonna put in they're gonna put their self doubts onto you, okay. and you have to sit there and be like, look, <laughs> 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 don't play with it, don't play with me. I can show you better than I can tell you, yeah. for real. So that's I think that's why when you meet a lot of entrepreneurs, they're very quiet mm-hmm. because you get to a point in entrepreneurship where you realize ain't nobody listening to me. Wow. Nobody is listening to me. I have to show you.
0: Okay, I have to show you I better really than have I can tell you. you. Yes. So people are projecting their fears onto you. So Absolutely. So Miss Denisha believed in you. You were at a shop and I then was what was shop. the next step?
1: And then after that I went to a statistical school and then I started believing in me. And then I was like, I really can do this. So wait. And this is fun. And hold on, wait, I can make my own schedule? <laughs> I don't have to take no thirty minute break. PTO? Oh girl bye. <laughs> this is a different life. You Tell get exposed us. to a different life and you like mm.
0: it. <laughs> and it sounds like uh, like you really thought this out, like you're having a ball with it. So, there's an esthetician school? There's a couple. Mm. So, how
1: long is that process? It depends. So, if you go full-time, it's about seven months. If mm-hmm. you go part-time, depending on what school you go to, it's about 11 months. I personally went part-time because I had a full-time job. Again, mm-hmm. I had to pay for this stuff. Okay. So... Paying for that ain't no financial aid after when you get out of college. That's not a thing. Let that dream go. You, they are done with you <laughs> unless you have not exceeded your six years. Okay. So I had to pay for it. So I went part-time, but I thoroughly enjoy going part-time because you get a different clientele part-time. You start to see that there are a lot of people like you. Mm. Like, there are a lot of people out here with the same dream, with the same hustle that want to do it as well. Okay. And then they see you doing it and they like, I could do this too yeah you can wow you really
0: can that's pretty cool so you went to esthetician esthetician <laughs> esthetician school that is a really hard word to say um you went to school okay and then you left miss denisha and went where
1: to creve core
0: to creve core so was that a was that your own space or were you in another shop
1: uh, no, I started in her shop, and then I had my own suite in the location that she was located at. Then I was like, I really do like the suite environment, so I went and got my own shop, or own suite in mm-hmm. Creve Core, and now it's time to get a shop.
0: Now it's time, time to, get, to a, get a shop, get a, time travel. Get a, get a whole building. Top,
1: yeah, it's time to get a pop.
0: Okay. It's time. Okay, so that's kind of where you see uh, see you going from, from where you are now to serial entrepreneurship, owning buildings, and doing the doggone thing so um in thinking about the people that are listening to you especially young people that maybe have been discouraged or they're listening to their parents saying oh just do the safe thing go to college get a job but they really really want to do a business especially people that want to do something out of the ordinary i Um, think what advice would you have for them?
1: I would say first assess your situation. Everybody's situation is different. Mm-hmm. Assess your situation. If if you have to go to college to get to the next level, go to college. Okay. There's nothing wrong with going to co- college. Is great. I had a blast in college. <laughs> I had fun. Okay. I, to be honest with you, all the wisdom and everything that you see was it was built in college. Okay. I didn't go into college like this came out of college like this because I had mentors I had people that guided me had people that believed in me Mm -hmm. and I had people that let me be me so I think that's also very important so it don't matter if you go to college or if your hand your parents hand you over a million it don't matter Mm -hmm. it does not matter just do it
0: okay and what about um building the expertise in your field like your field um there's there's schooling that has to happen and I don't know if you have if, if uh estheticians are licensed or not. We're but, licensed. Okay, so there's a so licensing license, process. Mm-hmm. So um how do people find uh, find a mentor, find somebody in the field to k- kinda help work with them? You have Miss Denisha that kinda believed in you. How did how how would you uh suggest that people find somebody to help them along?
1: Go out there and get to know people. Okay. If you see, it's like, if you want to be a baker, go meet a baker. Okay. If you want to go sell shoes, go meet a person that sells shoes. Okay. <laughs> go go out there. You're going to go get what
0: you want. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's like, you really, if you want it bad enough, you're going to go get it.
0: And I think that's where the hustler mentality comes in because you might have to proactively just walk up to that person in Panera and say, hey, how did you get started baking bread? Exactly. Or you may have to... Uh, walk up to that or go to that particular store and say um hey I'm thinking about doing the same thing I want to sell shoes you know how do I get into it what are the how do I find a supplier and those kind of things and I think mentoring probably is a big piece for any entrepreneur no matter what your age is because you just need somebody that can can you can talk to and um, I know there's a quote that I really like. It says, if you want to kill a br- big dream, tell it to small minded people. And if you're an entrepreneur, but you're not surrounded by people with an entrepreneurial mindset, then you do get that discouragement because they can't see your vision. Well, I don't see how you're going to do it when you are working a nine to five job and you got a couple of kids like I don't understand how that's going to work and what you said earlier about people projecting their fears or um um uh, worries onto that person can really be discouraging so um yeah i think finding somebody that's doing what you're doing that you can learn from or just have support uh, is important and then i heard you say this a couple of times during our conversation. Like you gotta support yourself, right? Like you, if you need to work and be a part-time entrepreneur, then work and be a part-time entrepreneur. And I wonder sometimes when people jump off into entrepreneurship, if they consider that part where um, supporting yourself like you've done with having a steady job, um, people don't consider that they can or should do that. As they build their business, because I'm sure you're going to get to a point where you're going to be a full-time entrepreneur. Absolutely. So, I think that is uh, really another tidbit of great information that you've given us today. And I think the fact that you've accomplished so much at the age of 27 is just phenomenal. And I'm I'm gonna keep singing your praises because I think that's really cool. <laughs> Thank you. So, I want to share with the listeners um, some interesting facts that I read up on. So. Uh, In the United States, entrepreneurial growth since the pandemic was uh, particularly, particularly robust in areas where minority groups were the majority of the population, according to the Alliance for Entrepreneurial, uh, Entrepreneurial Equity. So in areas where minority groups were the majority of the population, we saw a big rise in entrepreneurs and I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. So from 19 2019, which is kind of when the pandemic started to 2021 majority black counties in the US saw new business applications jump. Hold on to your seat. 103% compared with 40, 54% nationally. And again, this is from the Alliance for uh, Entrepreneurial Equity so um they released a report that was looking at these numbers and um that was pretty cool and just as um, a little background the alliance for entrepreneurial equity is um a joint venture between um a a group called third way and the united uh, in the national urban league so uh, they do a lot of studies on entrepreneurship but this was the part that i thought was uh, interesting young black entrepreneurs um, number 2.1 million. So that 2.1 million black businesses in the U.S. are owned by African-Americans under the age of 40. That's a lot of businesses. And I know that there are a lot of young people in business, but what you said at the beginning of the conversation, where as young people, you all are looking at it from OK, do I want to have a career that I hate going to every day or do I want to jump out here? Either way, it's going to be hard. So I choose to jump out here. The fact that one point nine million uh, businesses are owned by African-Americans under the age of 40, I think is a phenomenal uh, testimony that people are really um Paying attention. Paying attention and jumping off into entrepreneurship. Now, that uh, that fact comes from uh, blackwomentalktech.com. And then for millennials, um, uh, millennials and Generation Z, uh, both groups are seeing um, entrepreneurship on the rise and um each of these categories have some characteristics that make entrepreneurship uh, a good fit so mill- millennials uh, are characterized as liking to work independently and thinking outside of the box where generation Zers kind of put a value on you know how does this contribute to my life or how am I making a difference and I think just understanding that um there's opportunity here Not only for young people to jump off an entrepreneurship but for us to Support you all while you're doing the doggone thing So I really Appreciate um, you Coming in and talk about this experience You have you know young Entrepreneurs are on the rise The statistics show it um, Young people are jumping into business And hey if you have a young person in your life That's under the age of 40 that's trying to do the go- doggone thing, support them And that's the easy thing to do, share their business, uh, get on their website, uh, share, share what they're doing and praise them for it, because um, that is just so phenomenal that we have so many young people out here doing good stuff. Um, Let's get out here and, and check websites and business pages and 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 support as much as we can. So thanks for tuning in to Convos with Anita Santiago podcast. Please subscribe. This podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want to reach out to me, send an email to convoscws at gmail.com. That's convoscws at gmail.com.